Hello, everyone. It's been a while. Well, not. I mean, it's been a while for me, not for you. You, you've been. Sneaking. I've been going you've and been, sneaking on the sneaking, side. You've been sneaking around and doing shows on your own. Okay, well, you know, I had to do something. I had she to was gonna people... do She was going to do a show this morning by herself. No, I don't I get enough not, viewers. I said, not so fast. No, I don't get enough viewers by myself, so that's... I need to bring my co-host back, because obviously I'm not as entertaining. That's, that's not true. You were very entertaining. I was entertaining to you? I, I was talking about my bucket list you're yesterday? You're always very entertaining. You always make me smile and laugh. Maybe not like 100% of the time. Maybe like 95% of the time you do. Okay. That's, that's pretty All good. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. How's everybody doing? How's everybody, everybody doing? It's crappy out. It's raining. And after, right after this, I got to go to work. I'm not even sure if we're going to have anybody watching us today because they probably think we just don't do this anymore. We have one person. We, oh, that might actually be me. That might be me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got one person. Could be me. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But anyway. Um, but we have a lot to cover in a short period of time because, like I said, I got I I got, got to go places to, I, to go, I people to, go to, to work. See. Um, last night was fun. Why? Because the boy is back home now for a week, just about. Yeah, actually today we were trying to figure out where we're gonna go for dinner. Yep. And um, you know what? <laughs> it was it was time. It was time for what? For Johnny's. The boy uh, said, "You know, I'm not gonna fight John it." So we ended up going to Johnny's in Mount Vernon last night. It's been the first time that he had it in how long now? Pro- probably months. three and a half months. Yeah, we actually had it one, two weeks in a row. Yeah, we did. We had yeah, we had it with Rebecca, and Dylan was pretty upset that he wasn't there. Now Rebecca's back in Philly. Dylan, we went with Dylan, so it all it all even it out. It all works out. And the yes. two of us get to have pizza with both of them, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I posted a picture of Beth and Dylan. On a pizza group that I'm part of, and everybody loves it, right? I mean, everybody sees the picture of the two of you and sees the pizza, and it's great. And then I get one ass who tries to be, th- thinks he's smart, and looks at the picture and says, Oh, when is that from? Is that from last year? I'm like, Well, why? I'm thinking, well, Why would the guy ask if the, if the photo is from last year? The reason he asks is because Beth and Dylan are there sitting at the table without masks on. Because, you know... Yeah, the restaurant, you can take your mask off when you're eating your food. So he made some snarky comment. And I'm like, you know what, dude? Save your comments for yourself. The the tables are spaced apart. Yes, some people are not comfortable with indoor dining. I get it. I'm not totally comfortable with it either, to be honest. Like, it it does give... No, we don't do it all the time. It does make me a little bit nervous. But we still do it. And, but I don't need anybody else making their comments about us going to an indoor dining place. This is a pizza group, for God's sakes. So go take your opinions. Keep them to yourself. We weren't in anybody else's space. The servers were wearing their masks. Anytime they come over, we put our mask on. So you know what? STFU. Okay, well, and, and you should also share that. I mean, I saw when you took the picture, there was like a, a hand, a sanitizer, a hand sanitizer like right, right, right next to the pizza pies. He kept on sanitizing his hands every time he took a bite. The, re- the reality <laughs> is during this whole pandemic, everybody has their own level of comfort. If it's not affecting you, it's one thing. If I'm getting up from the table and walking through the restaurant and not wearing my mask. That's a problem. That, that's a problem. That's bad on me. If I'm sitting at my table... Servers are coming with their masks on. So I don't have anybody else commenting on what risk tolerance we have for ourselves at our own table. Again, STFU. Um, well, and the only thing I have to say, because like I had, a, I've had to drive into the city like twice in the last couple of weeks. 
I'm still afraid to take public transportation. Like that's the only thing where I, where I really don't feel comfortable with. So I drive in and I drive back. So that's like my, like that that's where I draw the line. And I'm still waffling because I still want to go see my parents in Florida, but they keep on saying don't travel during the holidays. So that's my another thing too. So there are certain things where I'm not gonna do that. Right. You gotta go with what again. Don't compromise other people's health. Right. And then do whatever you feel comfortable within the parameters that have been set. And that's it. And then don't need to judge anybody else. Again, I yeah, if I'm going into a store and I see somebody not wearing a mask, I am judging you because that's affecting me. But other than that, if I'm in an indoor dining, true. spaced out, I don't need anybody commenting about me indoor dining if it's still allowed, really. Um, speaking of dining, I went to lunch to the same place I go to every single day. Remy's. I posted it to Remy's. Right down the road from me, from where I work, and I bring this up because I when I grabbed my lunch yesterday and I ordered my lunch on the counter, and the guy usually just makes he just makes something for me. I, I sometimes I'll ask for something specific, but I say, Danny, what do you got for me today? You know, just give me whatever you think. And I and I posted about this too because during this time when everything is really feels again continues to feel heavy. It is nice to have a certain level of comfort of a, of a certain routine that you've been doing for the last few years. And my routine is I go to the work and I know I'm having lunch every single day at Remy's. I'm being greeted by the same guys every day with big smiles. They're just, just happy-go-lucky smiles, guys. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. Yeah, it's just happy-go-lucky guys. We, we just have a good time. We joke around for a few minutes when I come in get my lunch and I'm out of there. And it, and it, it feels good when I do it. And... I, I think everybody needs some something in their life that they can rely on, they count on, whether if it's just five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, as part of their routine to move on to the next day. Part of me is the lunch, obviously being home with you. The other part, too, which is what I really like, is going on my morning walks with Stephanie. Mm. When we go for our walks, she has Fozzie, I have Santana, and we go for our walks each morning. That's like a, a sense Your of thing. that's a sense of normalcy, I mean, which again I think just everybody needs to have some type of sense of normalcy during what is a very abnormal you know time in our in our lives. Good morning, Gina. Oh my hey, god! I was worried that nobody was commenting. Wow, We're here. Gina Oof. is back. She's back. Well, she, I know she she watched my video yesterday too. She did. She did. She did. was she, watching. You thought she was going, was on. You thought she was going solo. I was solo. going solo. I'm doing like, it's like live with Kelly, you know, when she went solo for a little bit because they're trying to find a host. That was what was happening. Thank you, Gina. Oh, That's very thank sweet. thank you. So, um, want to talk a little bit about Becca? Oh, the... I know. Speaking of restaurants and people that you come to like, and, and um, so Becca had been working at this restaurant that had an outdoor um, option for people. That was, what was that, your phone? phone. That's nice. Um, so there was an outdoor seating option, and she was a hostess, and she really enjoyed it. She loved the people she was working with. Do we have a something? Yeah, I got you. Come here. Come um, here. She really loved the people she was working with. She came back for her finals week, and she was hoping she would still get to work a little bit because she wanted to earn a little extra money. And she, thought, she got an email yesterday that the, the restaurant is closing. And I don't know whether that means the restaurant is closing for good, but I have a feeling that's what it means. Because she said, I don't understand why they just didn't, you know, furlough us and say we're coming back. And I said, well, you know what? We're heading up to December. 
maybe they have to renegotiate their lease and they don't want to take any chances. So January could be, that's it. It's a, it's disheartening because she left here just last week after Thanksgiving to go back specifically to work, to work a little bit. Yeah. And then she found out the news that they basically pretty much shut down the entire operation. And... I, you know, it's really, it's not even about the money for her. I mean, yes, she was earning some extra money. But it was nice. another thing that she was doing, so at least it was, I mean, she has her bubble of friends that she's with, but they were, you know, but the restaurant she was at was also being safe. They said to her, you can't go back to work unless you have a negative test and you prove it, and she did it, and she was all ready, and it didn't matter, you know, and it was just so, um, it, it's, and it's she very felt, sad. And, and I was talking to her on the phone, and, and I, she felt really bad, not... I, not even about her own situation, which, because she says, you know what, I'm in college, it's not that big a deal, it's like a you know, part-time job. But she felt bad for a lot of other people there who she knows, who she's become friendly with, who are now, who are now out of a job, yeah. out of their sole means of income. And, um, again, bring that up because uh, <laughs> people need to wake up to the fact that, you know, we throw the word lockdown, toss it around, tighten things up it has major consequences for people so for the people who are sitting on top of their perch telling people what you know every, you know what, what this everybody should do and that we need to lock things down curious how many people really say that if they have money in their wallet right well it's, and we were having this conversation with Dylan yesterday cuz he he was saying you know if they were Dylan was Dylan was pretty um passionate about it well yeah and and but his thing was is that if they are going to say the lockdown that that there should be funds you know you know before yes there were funds for available for the employee and for the employer to pay the employee but the piece that they're not figuring out is the rent and the mortgage and the things that people still have to pay so even if you're covering you're not covering the expense of the employer to pay his rent or or the employer or you know the person the small business owner to to pay other expenses so it's just that part of it is really, um, I mean, think about the health insurance. That's another thing as small business owners. We get killed on that. And do you want to give me a subsidy for $2,600 a month on health insurance? I'll no, take it. I don't want to give it to you. I'll take had... it. <laughs> I'll take that. Please, back up hey. the Brinks truck for that. I mean, it's like, come on. And there's so many expenses. It's crazy. And as I'm on, we're on this topic, I never thought I would actually be agreeing or, you know, giving credit to Kirstie Alley. What? Like, I never thought I would. What? Like one in a million years. But she came out publicly after what and she basically said, if you guys are going to be locking things down, whatever politician is locking things down in, the, in their yeah. ordinance should not be taking any salary during that period of time. And you know what? I don't know why this never heard anybody say it, but absolutely right. If you are demanding that there is a lockdown, whoever that politician is, whether it's local or the state, forego your salary. Forego any income during that time. And that is leadership. If you're willing to do that too, then okay, then maybe then maybe the lockdown will be a little bit more powerful. Well, and here's the thing: with all the drug companies that are making bazillions, I don't even know how many bazillion trillion bazillion. dollars. That's a lot. It's going to be a lot of money, <laughs> and they're going and they're going to be making a lot of money on the vaccine and everything else. And you mean to tell me that the health insurance companies are not going to be able to, like, help subsidize or, or you, you mean to tell me they're not going to make so much money that they could finally come to a, an agreement and say, you know what, maybe we're charging just a little bit too much for health care? Yeah. And by the way, you know, we got the big dog watching today. We got Peter. Peter. Yeah, Peter. Uh, God, Peter. I, I love this it. This is wonderful to have you with us this morning. Yes. All right? I'm, I'm psyched. Peter is business. Yeah. I'm going to give him a P shout out. Is, pandemic. Is, 
solutions. Yes, pandemic solutions is playing a crucial role in helping major organizations and businesses stay open. So we're, you know, giving him a plug, but that's Peter something. Kanto, nice job. Yes, this his sanitiz. He 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 pivoted. He the big word of 2020. He pivoted and he is doing something where it's you know sanitization for yep. big places like schools and yep businesses. Very cool. So, um, this week was frustrating. The reason why it was frustrating is yeah. because I wasted a lot of time. But. Now he's in rage and talking death only. Ah, you're funny. Um, I spent a lot of hours just standing in line with actually not a lot to show for. Well, I shouldn't say that. Earlier this week, I went with Dylan. Stood had in to line, get his test. Had to get his had to get his COVID Three's test. Three's a charm. Three, three negatives. Three negatives. He got one before he left from Chicago. Then he had to take one. They came back in order to get out of quarantining. So, uh, we stood in line in Eastchester. City MD. City MD for two and a half hours. And I have to say, I was a little embarrassed because I, I was that, you, you know, there's always one when you see like in a crowd, a line of people, there's always that one guy is like, what is that guy an ass? That, that was me earlier this week. And by that, I mean, is Dylan and I parked the car, we got out, went to City MD, said, oh, the line, the line doesn't look that bad. And yeah. Then, so we, Walk by and I come out to the corner and I see this woman standing right there and it was probably about I don't know ten deep in terms of the line and I said to the woman and, I, and I'm about to stand in line with Dylan I'm like oh is this the end of the line and she doesn't say anything she's got her mask on and she just nods her head and and she points over she points across the street by the <gasps> gas station oh there. my god and then I look across and I see a whole line of people. Probably had to be thirty to forty deep. Wow! Oh, and I just know wow. that all the other people in the crusty were looking at me, saying, "If that guy cuts thinks the that line, he's trying to cut the line, we're gonna jump his ass." And she didn't say anything because maybe she had she, COVID and she, she didn't want to breathe on you. You don't even know. I, exactly. So, she was like trying to like save her saliva, and so you're it, like, "Hey, how you doing?" So you know, like, when, you know when you're, <laughs> when you're when you're out of place and there's like a fart in a blizzard and the person has no clue as to what they're doing. I was that I was wow. that I was that fart in the blizzard. Well, the problem was it made it difficult because places like the Urgent Care and Quaker Ridge and a bunch of other places there were no appointments whatsoever. So that was the only walk-in opportunity. So that's why you had to go there. So and for it, anyone else who's kind of needing to get a test, that's the only place right now that's doing walk-ins at least nearby. And the other thing I wasted my time on took a trip to the Westchester Mall the other day because I wanted to get my phone fixed because my damn phone can't catch a charge. I thought I was being productive. I went before the mall even opened and right before 10 o'clock. I got to the Apple Store. The Apple Store was pretty empty. There was a few people in there, a couple people outside. And I wanted to make a reservation to go inside to get my phone fixed. You know, I had my phone. And they're like, no, sorry, you can't go in. And I'm like, what do you mean I can't go? What do I need to do to make a reservation? Tried to get a reservation, couldn't. Called Beth. I'm like, can you get me a I'm reservation? I'm in the middle of like a, uh, a, a shoot for I'm like, a can client. you get me a damn reservation at a like, Genius Bar? I had to go on my app while I was like working. And like I found, um, and I couldn't get a many reservations until like December 9th. So I ended up wasting about a half hour there, only to find out that I have a reservation for tomorrow at 11.20 a.m. That's, that's the earliest that they could see me. Wow. So... Let that be a lesson to you. If you need to go to the Apple Store, don't do what I did. Go online and make a reservation so you don't waste a trip, okay? So now you're going tomorrow. I'm, I'm very well, and, I, and while you were there, I have to tell you this because this was like the coolest thing in the world. Um, so I was doing this um, 
I, I was doing this thing for this company called On Location Tours, and they have these marvelous Mrs. Maisel tours. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. And I went, I had a camera crew filming the tour that we were doing. And there were two places that they went to. And I really want to highly recommend, if anyone is going into the city, these two places. Because I just was, like, so intrigued. There's, um, if you go down to the village, uh, there's a place called Cafe Reggio. It's on McDougal Street, if you haven't heard of, of it. It's from 19, it's a, um, it's a coffee bar, cappuccino you know, from 1925. Mm. And the owner there is, like, such a throwback, but, like, a throwback to the 70s. So he came out in, like, his raccoon coat, and he's, like, telling us the story behind how he got his raccoon coat and some other coat and how he knew all these, like, famous people. And you go into his place, and what's very cool about Cafe Reggio, because people are concerned about dining indoors, is they have the partitions around every single table. So you almost feel like you have, like, your own little private nook Mm. around the tables. Um, but they have all these amazing, I don't want to say artifacts, but it's like they've got all kinds of really cool things. Like they have the fan from Casablanca. He bought it at a Hollywood auction and there's been so many movies like the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel filmed there, but there are tons and tons of movies that film there too. And it's just so charming. So that's one place that you must go to. And then the other place, oh my God, there's a place on West 4th called the Music Inn, and it's been around since 1958. And I think the guy who owns it has probably worked there and owned it since then. And he's like a total, total stoner. (laughs) Julius. (laughs) He's a total stoner. He's like, I think he's, he's probably like in his 70s, whatever. And he's like this awesome storyteller. And they have albums from... I mean, every decade, you know, they have, he has sheet music starting from like the 1920s from original musicians and he was showing us all around and again, they filmed um, one of the scenes from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel there when she records her comedy album and they're they're sharing that. Um, and he started telling us that there are all these like famous musicians that have been in there. Bob Dylan used to perform there. He then showed me out the door that um, Bob Dylan literally lived a a few doors down and showed me the steps where he lived and he told me the story about John Lennon where John Lennon used to come in to the to his store a lot and after he died he said he came to him in a dream and John Lennon said look out for my son Sean and he said and wouldn't you know it like within a day Sean um came into the store and um and he actually told Sean the story and totally freaked him out so Sean never came back. That was the end of that. He's like that was Sean a mistake. <laughs> but meanwhile, what was so cool is that I got Dylan a um he get, he found me a songbook of Beatles songs from the 60s. I I think it was like 20 bucks I paid for it. It was originally like 3.95 and then I bought him two Beatles albums. Um, that were from like again like like introducing the Beatles. It was the coolest thing. Um, and then I found out when I gave it to Dylan that Dylan doesn't really read sheet music. So I was like, what? <laughs> I have to, you know, one thing I have to say about Dylan is that he has made me really gain an appreciation for music that I never had an appreciation for growing up. Specifically, like the Beatles. I know it's hard to it's yeah. hard to believe. Like I was just never a huge. Beatles fan. I, I mean, I liked them, did not like the Beatles, but I was never like in awe of the Beatles. And the other one was Bob Dylan. And to be honest, for a long time, I really didn't care for Bob Dylan. But because of our son Dylan, I really gained an appreciation for how genius that man really is and how phenomenal of a musician he is. And 
I really, you know, I owe it to our son Dylan for for he's te- an old for, soul for teaching me. Dylan is because... an amazing old soul, and and no, here's the coolest thing tomorrow. <laughs> You're spooky. Yeah. So tomorrow, he's right in actually, time for yoga, Julia. Tomorrow, <laughs> our my father-in-law's assisted living facility is going um, is finally open to visitors again. Yes. So my so Darren's mom and Dylan are going to be going to see John, and and Dylan's going to bring his guitar and play. But di- so we have. So Dylan's like Dylan's like I'm only playing the guitar for Grandma and Grandpa. We're right? like, no, you're actually performing well, for everyone. I said, we'll see. Maybe we can get a little show going for all the residents. There. No, because no, they would. He got, although he yeah. has his negative test, so they should let him in. But yeah. I don't think they're going to take any oh, chances. They've great had. If he was able to perform for everybody there, that would be that would be terrific. I think people would love it, but ah. it's fine. It's fine. I mean, listen, I, I'm excited that we're finally going to be able to have him come in and see him because that will be really, really nice. Harry Nelson. Have you gone, Kevin? Have you gone to the Music Inn? You have to have gone there um, on West Fourth Street because that oh my god, the coolest place I ever! I want to go now too. I want you to go. It's so fun. All right, we have to move on to some other stuff so we can get in time for trivia because that's what people really care about. So okay, gotta come, I got to okay. cover some other things. All right. So, um, what's your favorite fast food place? Come on, Chipotle. No, be McDonald's. Honest. Yes, McDonald's. <laughs> don't don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie to people out there. That's not nice. Circa 1985, Beth, I'd say Beth McDonald's. Is a, Beth, Beth, Beth is a closet McDonald's lover. We I all can't okay. remember the last but time. Here's I, the, but here's what? the thing. I didn't realize. You know what they're not serving on the menu anymore? Quarter pounder. No. All right. Salads. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Since March, they've gotten rid of salads. That's why when we went to Ohio and Pennsylvania, no more. I didn't realize this that, that you cannot get a salad at McDonald's anymore. At wow. least, at least most of them, and they did I, it for a couple of reasons. I got to check the door. I don't know if it's the FedEx guy with the with the. Uh, hold on. With the what? It might be the guy delivering the, the All right, floor. Put, put put your mask yes. on. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, so McDonald's doesn't uh, have the the salads anymore. Supposedly the reason why they did it, I guess it's not that popular of an item if you go to McDonald's, but they also, to simplify the menu, to increase, um, you know, efficiency and service time to get people in and out as quickly as possible, so that's why they basically try to streamline the menu, and why you can no longer get a salad, if that is what you, you know, fancy going to McDonald's, why you cannot get it anymore. Um, COVID front, we've talked about a little bit before here in Westchester the numbers are pretty uh, alarming as it is across the country more than a, th- more than a thousand cases uh, in Westchester over the past week that's up significantly so that I'm not going to continue to be a Debbie Downer for too long we don't need to talk about COVID uh, I have to tell you so excited FedEx guy is he gone? no he's still putting that he's delivering I'm going to need Dylan Where's to Santana? help him. Dylan I didn't open the door the, ah. no here's the thing I made a decision that I was going to put in flooring in the basement, and I finally committed to it. And just found out about this this morning, by the way. And, and the flooring's here. Seriously, I literally just found out about yeah. this this morning that we're getting new flooring. I said, yeah. I, she talked about it. She said, "Maybe some new." And then now I found out it's actually happening. It's like, happening. Like, it's happening. Like, she's yes. Flooring and, is happening. Uh, she said, "Yes, I did it." I'm like, I did oh, it. Okay. I'm sorry. I did it because the carpeting has been like it was disgusting when we had the issue with the air conditioning and the water, and it was just bad. 
So we're putting in a new floor. It's going to look like it's wood, but it's not really wood. And I'm so excited. And I said to Darren, we're not selling the house yet. You know, we don't know when the heck we're selling the house. But I want to do these, like, little improvements that just adds value. Just a little. Is that little. spend some money adds a little just value. Just a little. Just a little. My next thing is I want to get a, a better countertop for the kitchen. But just, you know, not yet. And maybe we could put, like, a little movie theater downstairs in the basement afterwards since movie theaters seem yes! to be a thing of the past. Exactly. Those big flat no, screen TVs are, wa- are cheap now. I was I was meaning as a could joke. hang it on the wall. We'll get those. We'll go to Bob's. Does anybody... We'll get those seats. And you know what? That's a great idea. I li- no. It's I was, a great idea. I, I was being a bit sarcastic. Okay. I'm, I'm upset that it seems like movie theaters are becoming a relic of the past. Like, I'd you know, love they, to put a movie theater in our house. I think that'd be great. And a what, fireplace. When do, when, do you, when do you think we're actually going to have an opportunity to go to an actual movie at an actual Next summer, movie? maybe? A movie theater is even going to be... A, like, here's the thing. The, the whole business model seems to be changed. It seems to have been changing so rapidly even before this. And then the pandemic yeah, people don't hit. People want to be together. And now every... Yeah, people... Well, yes. But even, but even before the pandemic hit, a lot of stuff was, you know, moving towards streaming and in-home yeah. stuff. So... Movie theaters were already hurting, and now the pandemic, is it just accelerating it? I mean, are we... Listen, you know, drive-in movies five, went out of business, so Five years from now? Are we, seriously. Are we going to go are, to the movies? Are, are we going to have movie theaters to go to? I, I don't... I would like to think yes. I know I would still want to go to a movie theater. I like the whole activity of going to dinner and going out to a movie. And there's something to be... It's like a... It's a nice... Social activity. I don't know what it is about wanting to see a movie with 50 other people in the same theater that I like about it. I'm not really sure why. Just do. Um, All right. I, so I, 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 hope, I, I hope they don't become obsolete. I really, I really do. But in the meantime, maybe we'll turn the basement into a movie theater. And speaking mm-hmm. of movies, mm-hmm. Beth has watched quite a few things. Yes, so, I have. So yeah, Broadway. I'm not as concerned about Broadway. I, I think it's coming I, back. Yeah, I think. Oh, it has I th- to come I, yeah, back. Broadway. I'm not as concerned about as I am movie theaters as, as movies, unless you're going to have Broadway actors coming to your home, <laughs> which would be cool, right? I mean, bro- what? Broadway actors coming to your house instead of having to go to Broadway? <laughs> well, they do already. They can do it. They can, you can watch it on the thing on the your streaming thing. But uh, a good movie that we watched the other day, and we haven't I haven't seen one in a while. Sit down. It's called The Sit Florida down. Project. Sit down. Go away. Um, Go away. Remember the Florida Project? Yes, it was so good. Go away. Excellent. Sit down. Uh, highly recommend it. It is a, I think the film is from 2017, and it uh, has Willem Dafoe. Willem, right? That, yeah, Willem. It? Very good. It's if so you haven't good. seen it, very. It's it's. I don't know. If it's, it's not disturbing. It's sad. Uh, it's definitely it is enter- disturbing. It's a disturbing. Bit. It's entertain. It is entertaining in a in a dark sort of way. I mean, the, the cast is great. Um, it's like it a darker place. version of the slums of Beverly Hills. It basically is about a mother and her daughter who are living on a paycheck week to week in what's the part? Of she's not Kis- even on a paycheck. Kis- she's like Kis- selling her Kissimmee, hey, no. Kissimmee, but Kissimmee. she's not on a paycheck. She's like taking money and she's she, like uh, selling, selling herself, selling perfume, prostituting herself. She's got a daughter who's running all around Florida. Um, with her friends, uh, and it seems like the daughter is always having a good time. And the, the daughter, being as young as she is, you can see she's having a good time every single day, and ha- always has a smile on her face. But the daughter doesn't realize what type of life she's actually in, and the poverty that she's actually living in. Yep. And it's we, you know, 
on the one hand, you see this girl and she's constantly laughing and you see a very happy girl, but at the same time, you feel terrible for her that she's being brought up this way. Yeah. Really very good movie called The Florida Project and um, the community is right next to uh, Disneyland. So Disney World. Disney World. So Disneyland would be California. Disneyland is California. Disney World is, is Florida. And wait, before you go, and the other thing I want to mention... Um, because I think about this because like who was obsessed with Disney was my cousin Micah. Oh, what a great post. Okay. So my cousin Terry, who I love and I miss very much so, and I miss her daughters, Kira and Micah. I miss my cousin Jeff. Micah has the coolest job known to mankind. Um, Micah has always been obsessed with animals and turtles and like all kinds of really, like all the reptiles of the world. And Micah studied animal behavior at Hunter College, and she got a job working at the Bronx Zoo. She got her dream job, and she works like with... A, like a very like cool job. A very cool job. Like, she got it first. Like, nobody leaves the Bronx Zoo, let's put it that way. Like, you get that part-time job, and you just wait it out until somebody finally leaves so that you could get the full-time job. So she works with endangered turtles and frogs and all kinds of other cool stuff. She's been on the show on Animal Planet called The Zoo. She was actually in, like, a few of their episodes. And um, and so she posted something on Instagram today that my cousin Terry shared. And that showed her when she was, like, three years old, like, under, like, taking... Show it yeah, it was like, look at this. How cute is that? I don't know if anybody it said, it. So that's her on How top. it started... And how it's going. So this is her at the Bronx Zoo with one of the turtles that she takes care of. How it, cool is that? It's, it's great. How cool is that? On, and honestly, as a mother, it must make my, my cousin Terry feel so proud. good and so proud that her daughter had a vision of what she wanted to do with her life. And she's doing, doing it. it. She's doing it. She again. is doing it. And that's what I kind of hope for our kids. It's like, is this what you really want to do with your life? How do we, you know, what, how do you get there? What, how can what, you really do it? Whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is. And it's, you know, you, yes, we, you, we want our kids to be financially comfortable. Right. To be able to take care of themselves. But the, fi the financial part really is, truly is only such a small portion of what ultimately makes you happy. I really, Absolutely. I, I really truly believe that. Um, I, I used to think differently. Um, I always used to think it was always about how much money you, um, you made, uh, and I learned the hard way uh, that it really isn't. Um, I, I, I make significantly less money now, I do, seriously do, I hate to say it, than I ever did, and I have to say I find myself a lot happier than I ever was. Isn't that, it's true. So. It's true. Um, not, again, don't get me wrong. Wouldn't mind making a few extra. Yeah, exactly, bucks, okay? exactly. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, and that's what you know. When we grew up, and and our parents were the same exact way when they grew up. It was like, okay, you're going to go into this conservative <clears throat> career because that's what you're supposed to do. And whether you hate it or like it, this is what you're going to do with your life. And I kind of feel like. I want to give our kids the opportunity to try for the things that they truly want to do, and let's see where the road takes you, and what, whatever that may be. I mean, for myself, I always loved entertainment. I loved performing. I loved doing those kinds of things. No, I'm not some famous performer, but I went into the entertainment industry, and I you know, worked behind the scenes, and I, I got a piece of it, and, and that gave me, you know, brought me joy. So, 
And now I'm a talk show host on Facebook <laughs> Live. Look, look how far we've come. I'm All right. so famous. Let's move over to trivia. All right, I, I know you gotta day, go. I do, to, I do have to get going. Darren's gotta, yeah. gots to go. I gots to go. I gots to go. Let me find the drive so I can do that. Hold on. Let me see. All right, this is the part I know you guys really care about. The other stuff that I ramble on about is... All right, whatever. Okay, here we go. Hold on. I had all these, like, I did the thing. Okay, the word of the day. Beneficence. Beneficence. Oh, Robin, my son just got accepted to his first college to study fire science and emergency management services. He's a volunteer firefighter now, and as a mom, I get concerned for his safety, but it's his heart, so we fully support him. That's amazing. That is amazing. That and really th- and is. congratulations to him. That, yes. is pheno- that is phenomenal. And, yes, it is. It's it is scary. Ha- it is hard. Probably, I, I imagine it's very hard to have to put your concerns aside to support what he truly loves, but that does sound awesome. So. I love that. Congratulations, yes. Robin. I would say it's generosity. Yes. It's the doing of good, active goodness, or kindness charity, especially during the month of December. What are you donating this month? Are you cleaning out your closets and donating things? Do it. Um, okay. Trivia question number one. Who wrote Gulliver's Travels? See, Julia's, I don't know if she left. She, she had went it. off to her yoga. She's taking yoga. She would have known this. She would have been like, oh, please. Who's got a... Let's see. I don't know who... Who's do- who wrote Gulliver's Travels? I, I think I know this, but it's going to... Jonathan Swift. Oh. Guess I'm not too... Guess you're not, I, I you're guess not too Swift. Swift. You didn't understand. <laughs> Crazy Horse and Sitting Bull were born in which U.S. state? And we... Spoke about it last night, actually. So that's your that's your hint. North Dakota. No. South Dakota. Right. <laughs> Good job. Now this one is this is my favorite because now this is an inside joke that Darren has for me. He will know exactly what I'm saying when I ask this question. Woolworths. The five and ten cent store started in which U.S. state in 1979? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Woolworths. Woolworths. What state did it start in? Anyone? Tennessee? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, I'll give you another hint. The Amish live there. In Pennsylvania? Yeah, but Lancaster. Wow. I didn't a lot know. of Amish live in Lancaster, so. Wow. I don't know. All right, that's a good one. Which part of his body. <laughs> sorry, that was two messages. Oh, okay. Um, which part of his body did Charlie Chaplin ensure? His legs? Close. <coughs> His feet. His feet. All right. Now, this is actually goes back to a Micah question. I wish Mike were watching right now. What part of a frog do you rub to hypnotize it? Or hypnotize it? 
I'll give the legs to you, Gina. <laughs> feet, Robin with feet. Nice work. What part of the frog do you? What frog? What part of a frog do you rub to hypnotize? Hit, yeah, hypnotize it. I don't know, under its under its mouth. No. It's belly, right, Gina? Woo! I'm fire. You've been rubbing a frog's belly lately. Crazy. <laughs> All right. What was made illegal in England in 1439? Uh, adultery? Kissing. I wonder if because it was the plague was around there, Ooh. so you couldn't, like, maybe that might have been it. Was that when the Black Plague was around? They haven't, pa- they haven't passed that as a law yet, right? Here. No kissing, no twin. Okay. Um, excluding religious works, what's the world's top-selling book? Although, I don't know if it is now, but that's what this trivia thing said, so... From He's, this trivia thing. What's the world's... Besides the Bible, you said? Yeah, the world's top-selling book. You don't know? know. Guinness Book of World Records. Remember, like, the seven-foot-tall man? (laughs) I don't know. Some really creepy things in the Guinness Book of World Records. I know. Did you remember we went in California? We went into that, like... long nails and stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But whatever. Um, Who was the first person elected to the U.S. Swimming Hall of Fame? Oh, isn't it? Isn't it the guy who played Tarzan? What? Johnny, played... Johnny something. Yes. What do you mean he played Tarzan? In the movies, he played Tarzan. He did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize Johnny, that. Johnny, what the hell is his name? Anyone? Bueller? Who was the name of the swimming person? He got the first name right. What's Johnny... This... Oh, crap. Weissmuller. John... Johnny oh, Weissmuller. I... All right. All right, this is a fun one. Maurice Micklewhite became famous as who? Dylan does a really good... Um, impression of him. Maurice? Yes, Weissmuller. Or Muller, or whatever. Maurice Mickle... Uh, Maurice Micklewhite. Gotta wake Dylan up and ask him. Do the impression. Christopher Walken? No. Michael Caine! Really? Yes! Michael Caine. Nice. All right, now, got a movie for you. I was doing this the other day because it was this person's um, birthday. But, uh-oh, hello. Why is it not working for me? Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Wait. Open link. Okay, here we go. There we go. All right, this is not the uh, you can It's going to be a name, that movie, but it's going to be so fast. This isn't it. To be loved by you. That's not it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Sorry for the delay. Oh my god. This is, this is how you decide to end our sh- our Saturday show? It's December! And this it's, is how we end our Saturday... Really? It's... it's Beneficence. <laughs> no, no. 
I think I might watch this today because I may want to cry. You're killing me, Smalls. I think I may want to cry today. It's a rainy day. <laughs> it's time to binge watch a couple of movies. I'll finish mm. my laundry. Oh. Excellent, Gina. Beaches. Oh, my God. I can't oh, believe you're doing on. that to me right before I'm about to go to work on a Saturday while it's raining. Uh, this is a good movie, Beaches. Okay. All right, whatever. On that note, everybody, I'm sorry to end on such a depressing note there. It's not depressing. Well, the reason it I did it the other day is because too depressing. The reason I did Thank it you, was in honor of Bette Midler's birthday. She was like 75 or something the other day, and that's when I was going to do it, but then you decided we couldn't do the show because you were too busy, so. <laughs> happy birthday, Bette. Okay. Happy birthday, Bette Midler. Uh, happy all right. She's done many movies. I gotta run. I don't know if you want to continue doing the show on your own. No, or, I'm not gonna continue. But, all right, everybody. Enjoy we'll be back the, again. Enjoy I don't know day. When. Go watch some movies today. Don't hang outside today. There's nothing to do outside. Go watch some movies in your home entertainment center or whatever you got. All right. We'll be back hopefully on Monday. Okay? Yes. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay safe and smiles, everyone. Smiles. Bye. Smiles.